Howdy, yokes, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Edgehill. And I'm Elton John. And today it's gonna be a long, long time. Or maybe touchdown brings me around again to find. Because today we're bringing you Rocket Man. Future Ethan here, just got a quick announcement for you. I am going to be at the Super Carlin Brothers meetup in Washington, D.C., the great capital of our nation, on June 30th of this month, 2019. If you want to come hang out with me during that day, we're going to be seeing Toy Story, we're going to be hanging out, we're going to be taking pictures, we're going to be doing all kinds of things. It's me, Seamus Gorman, the Super Carlin Brothers, all the cool people you want to come see. You can get tickets to that event by clicking the link down below. It's the first thing listed. It's eventbrite.com slash something really long that doesn't fit nicely in a sentence. But go to that link, hit the button, buy tickets, come see me in DC, do it, cannot wait. Man, I'm sure that sounded great with our super dramatic intro music playing underneath it. <laughs> right? The strings. So Rocket Man was released May 31st, 2019, four days ago of this recording. $40 million budget, made $57 million worldwide, 91% critic rating, 88% audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 70 on Metacritic. Uh, Ethan, do you have a negative review for I me? I do. I've got a negative review coming straight to you, hot, fresh, from The New Yorker. David Edelstein of The New Yorker says, Rocket Man has unusual dramatic heft for a jukebox musical, but that's a big curve on which to grade. The character... Char- Tip the tongue, tip in the lips. The characters are still skin deep. Oddly enough, I also you don't have a New Yorker. That was from New York Magazine slash Vulture. Ah, I have the New nope. Yorker. Nope. New York from... Magazine slash Vulture. Man, <laughs> I have okay. New... Listen, listen. Just want to talk about something before you get into your positive review. Just want to talk about something real quick. Fortnite. You Vulture. Who's Vulture? Still mad about that Billy is. Joel list. Y'all wrong. Erroneous on all accounts. If there was a list of every Elton John ever song ever made ranked, what would be the the worst? Elton John's. No, let's top of your head. Worst. I, I have Elton no song. idea because there's many for which I do not know. There are. There were many in this movie I did not know. There we go. Elton well, John's fifty to... greatest songs. Space dash space ranked exclamation point line music line the Guardian. I think the Guardian knows anything about Elton John. That was the music. number one result. For, okay, that was the number one result for Elton John music ranked. Okay, listen. What's their worst? What's their worst? Number 50? Yeah. Island Girl. Yeah, we're into Elton John songs, I don't know, territory. Although number 48, Honky Cat, was featured in this movie. It was. Anyway, Anthony Lane from The New Yorker. Positive review from Anthony Lane this week. You may remember last week he did not like Aladdin. This week he says, if you need somebody to recount the rise of a British rock god from pallid suburbia to the Baroque extremes of fame and to create a stir without causing too much of fuss, Fletcher is your man. Fletcher, of course, being Dexter Fletcher, the director of this film, who, like, I just showed up, I guess, to Kingsman 2 and was like, hey guys, what if we did this, but instead of starring Elton John, it just was Elton John. With the same guy from Kingsman. With the same guy. 
Because it was, it was Marv. It was produced by Matthew Vaughn. It was like, it was the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, that's just, I think that you're just going to see that being a thing. With the Taron Edgerton works with Marv. It, yeah, the, just that whole crew sort of runs together. Yeah. I'm surprised Mark Strong wasn't in it. Mark Strong would have been a great Stephen McIntosh in this movie. Stephen McIntosh, the actor. I have no idea what Elton John's father's name is. Also, Dexter Fletcher did not direct uh, Kingsman 2. No, Matthew Vaughn did. Well, you, you made it sound like he had something to do with Kingsman 2. No, he showed up to Kingsman 2 and was like, what if you let me... Me direct it. This was Kingsman 2. This was the sequel. No, there already was a Kingsman 2. No, 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 no. Let me, let me, okay, let's run it down. Taron Edgerton changes his clothes and flies to America. What movie is that? That's an oversimplification. <laughs> And Elton John is involved. Okay, listen. That's a pretty pretty small detail. Okay, Taron Edgerton wasn't freaking Simba. This is uh this is Dexter Fletcher's second jukebox musical he directed. After what? Sunshine on Leaf? Life? The movie featuring nothing but the music of the Proclaimers, who apparently have more than one song. No. Apparently. They made a whole movie. Wild. Who's in this cast? I George McKay, Kevin Guthrie. Who I know the name Kevin Guthrie. I've seen this guy in a thing. He also directed uh, Eddie the Eagle, which was pretty good. Oh, I've seen him in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. That's where I've seen him. Anyway, um, let's talk about this movie real quick. I do want to state that normally, normally on this show, you know, we do we do a lot of, of blockbusters, movies that, that bust the blocks. Uh, this movie finished third place in its own opening weekend. To Aladdin? To Godzilla and then Aladdin. Godzilla and Aladdin. Where's Infinity War at these days? Or Endgame. That's what I mean. Um, Boxofficemojo.com. Like where, for your full weekend chart. That was number six. Ooh. Eight million domestic. I lost to John Wick, Ma. Lost to Godzilla, Rocket Aladdin, Rocket Man, Ma, John Wick. Beat Detective Pikachu. Beat Booksmart. Hey, have you seen Booksmart yet? No. Go see it. Okay. I'm getting a little bored of that rhetoric. <laughs> so it's Pride Month, Ethan. So we're reviewing all LGBTQ movies on the show this month. I know we were supposed to have a guest for this one, but I tried to go see this movie on Friday and the projector broke and I was out of town literally until like 2 a.m. last night. So we could not uh, record this morning when we were supposed to. And therefore, this movie about uh, a gay icon is brought to you by two straight white dudes who just really love Elton John music. Well, and gays. And gays as well. <laughs> I'll tell you. Let, let's. But those two things are entirely El exclusive. Like, I would love the gays if Elton John was not gay. And I would also love Elton John. Right. If he was not gay. I mean, I, I have no idea if I would love Elton John if he was not gay. I, I think things would have taken a dramatic turn for the different. It's possible. That was a big awakening in his part. Uh, let's talk about the movie. I want to talk about a binary review. So binary reviews on Bacon and Eggs are brought to you by none other than Carlin Brothers Coffee, the best cup of coffee in the world. Father's Day is just around the corner. Two weeks, okay? Is it really? Now, what, is your, what does your dad love more than you? A cup of coffee. So get him what he really wants this Father's Day and get him a cup of Joe. But Tyler, what if my dad's name isn't Joe? Joe refers to coffee. Does it really? Yeah, and you know what? You can go to... <laughs> You can, you can go to Carlin Brothers that Coffee. Why is so funny? Because I almost said my company's website. You can go to carlinbrotherscoffee.com slash discount slash bacon, or just use promo code bacon at checkout for 10% off your whole order. Or if you've already done that, or if you just want to use a different promo code, you can go to carlinbrotherscoffee.com slash discount slash eggs, or just use promo code eggs at checkout for 10% off your whole order. Oh, hey, Tyler, I have some Carlin Brothers Coffee for you, by the way. You have mine? I do. Oh, I've been dreaming of I've it. I've had it for a uh, month. Oh. I did not lie to you. I forgot. It was, it was, <laughs> it was, it was, it was like, what's a lie of omission, but like accidental. I just didn't say anything about it. I was like, oh it's man. It's still a lie. I need to get Tyler's coffee. 
And I've thought about it like a hundred times. And I was going to just leave it on your, your not desk. What's a desk for what the did kitchen? You think? Island. Island. Yep, that's the one. I was going to leave it what there you, and then I forgot. What did you think of how he paid you for watching the dogs? I forgot entirely. It was a mostly empty, mostly stale box of cookie butter cookies. And I did not touch them. What? Yes, you did. They're gone. I didn't touch them. Oh, well, they're... They were on the bedside table of the room you slept in, and they are no longer there. There was nothing on the bedside table of the room I slept in when I got there. Mm. Well, that was your payment. So I hope you enjoyed the it. ghosts got it. I did anyway, borrow some of your coffee, though. I want to talk about Rocket Man the movie. I want to talk about because I have a lot of thoughts here. I really genuinely do. I, last I, week, I have we numerous were, thoughts. Last week we were accused of being uncharacteristically on topic. So I don't know if uh, is that a good thing or a bad. Nobody thing? commented on it. Yeah, I saw I saw one comment from Ineth Fuenmayor that we were uncharacteristically on topic. I remember the name of who said it and everything. Yeah, but that's not like a, okay. Let's let's not let's not stack the deck either way against us here. That is not a like organic comment. That is us talking to one of our Discord moderators and being like. <laughs> So, uh, what'd, what'd you, you think? think? <laughs> but no, we can be super on topic again. I mean, I'm sure we'll derail. I definitely have a toothpaste and orange juice to talk about. Definitely Good. have a toothpaste yes, and orange I wanna, juice. I want to talk my about... My oh it, my. Does it, does it involve mayonnaise? No. Mm, hmm. I have... Fortnite? I have... I've got a question I have for toothpaste you. and orange juice, and then I have a toothpaste junior, like a travel-sized toothpaste <laughs> that does involve mayonnaise. Just not even a rant... Just a quick story. We'll get there. Real quick, real quick, before we get there, before we get to binary, Fortnite, Kill Mary, Rail Tequila, Shot of Mayo, Shot of Spicy Mustard. <laughs> do, <clears throat> do I... Mm, how am I to consume the mustard? Shot. Just like, like, like tip it on like, back? Tip it on back. No pickle back. Nothing. And, I, and, kill, and I, I mean, Fortnite, I kill the mayo. Out. Like, out. Like, out completely. Get the mayo out of here as fast as humanly possible. Okay. I mean, I do I do love tequila, but it's like it's like one of those sentences. Real tequila. You know, Ethan, but this is, like this, a wrist this is what I'm saying, though. Is like, you know how you just, you, you say, like, oh, I love a good blank to as just a generic way to introduce the fact that you love the, the, the general of something. No, I love right. a good tequila. <laughs> Exactly what you but mean. But like I, a shot of spicy mustard, I would vomit immediately. There's a chance I'm keeping the. There's a there's a good chance if it's my first thing that I'm drinking. There's a good chance I can keep the tequila down. There's a not good chance I could keep like an entire shot glass full of Golden's spicy mustard <laughs> down. I'm talking Grey Poupon. That is not spicy. That is Dijon. You need a spicy Dijon. Right, but that is, it is not inherently, like, you would not, you would not, like, you, I don't think Grey Poupon says spicy mustard on the front. I think it, I think it does. See, I was thinking, like, yeah, like, like the, like the Golden's spicy brown. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? That's spicy mustard. Dijon, oh, Dijon? Mary. I crank back a shot of Dijon, no problem. It does not say spicy. Because Dijon isn't spicy. It's that's not like it's tart. Interesting. It's tangy. So you're fortniting a shot of tequila? I mean it's just they're 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 interchangeable. It's like if you know, I can I can get some like gastro pub deconstructed sandwich going on with that mustard. I think that's your Mary option, though. That's what I said. Yeah, Mary the mustard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, just roll up, roll up a ham, and just like line some salt. I don't put salt on my sandwiches, but I don't put any like. You don't put salt on a sandwich? No, I don't put. But I don't put any like granulated condiment on my sandwiches. This is such a weird conversation. You don't put salt and pepper on your sandwich? No. I thought I knew you. I really. Did. That's what the mustard's for, man. I would have made you a sandwich with salt and pepper on it if you asked me to go make. I mean, a I'm sandwich, not gonna I'll... be upset if I have a sandwich with 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 with. Salt and pepper. You on know it. what's crazy? You know what's crazy? If you told me to go make you a sandwich, if you were just like, "Hey man, 
Uh, we this never happens. Okay, because so we're say like so grown so so yeah. Whole pause this, this whole conversation. I'm sitting on your couch in the living room, right? And you're like, "Hey, man, can I get you a sandwich? What do you bring me?" Let's let's flip. I'm gonna flip the scenario a little bit. You're sitting on the couch. I say, "I'm going to the kitchen. I'm making sandwiches. Do you want one?" Either way, like, well, this is a very important difference. Because if you ask me, I feel obligated to like. No, you you ask me. You offer sandwich either way. Okay, I do not ask for sandwich. You offer sandwich. Either way, I get no input on sandwich. What is brought to me on a plate? If if there's cold cuts involved, yeah, like no, n- you, like knowing you and what is generally in your house, turkey cheese and mayonnaise, See, salt and pepper. That's why you put salt and pepper. That's okay, okay. Let's let's pause the whole conversation right here. I know we just said we were gonna be super movie heavy, but we got to dive into something right here. Okay, this is why you put salt and pepper on your Fortnite and sandwiches because your condiment is mayonnaise, which is not a condiment. It has no flavor. It is sandwich lubricant. I, my it's sandwich, sandwich is lubricant. motor oil, like. Mm. And yep, you know what? You, but you know what else makes you know what else makes a sandwich not dry? Mayonnaise, not mayonnaise. Correct. Mustard. Mustard makes a sandwich <laughs> not dry. I get my. I got but my. I don't M's want mustard. Cooking. I don't want mustard on cold bread. I lost you there. I don't want mustard on cold bread. What kind of statement is that? I want mustard on like a like a dog or like a also a like a, a Cuban. A, why is your bread cold? B. Um. Listen, I went into the kitchen to make like quick sandwiches. I'm not pulling out the panini. No, press I'm not saying you should pull the panini press to play. Like, but why is your why is your bread? Cold. Do you, like, keep it in the fridge? No, no. Cold bread being not heated bread. So, like, room temperature, like, untoasted bread. Yeah, untoasted bread doesn't get mustard. Also, just slap that stuff in the toaster real quick. The bread I'd probably throw in the toaster. Bread I'd throw in the toaster. But I'm thinking, I put I put mustard on a sandwich with hot meat. Nah, hot, hot meat, cold meat. What's the one, what's the really good one that has mustard? The hot meat sandwich. The Cuban or the, I always the Cuban, get these a Cuban up. has, Cuban has mustard. This is the one that messes me up. I know I like an Italian sub. Yeah. I don't have the slightest clue what comes on an Italian sub. And don't try to tell me. No, I have no idea. I want to go into your restaurant and say, I'll take the Italian, please. And then a sub with Italian toppings comes on. I know that we could could be eating lunch type meal at almost any restaurant in America. And my father, not even looking at the menu, he would look at the menu for 45 minutes and then go, yeah, I'll get the Italian sub and I'll have peppers. We could be at like Awful Arthur's, the fish place. That's what I would get at Awful's. I would never get fish there. No, but... Well, actually, that's a bad example because the other, the only other thing he would get is fish and chips, literally anywhere. Dude, I love good fish and chips. That's like, like lunch and dinner <coughs> right there. Can I? Can we talk about these binary reviews? Yeah, let's do it. I, I know, one. We, I know, I was the one derailed. It is a it's one. A hard one. You need to go see it. Wait, a hard one. Mm-hmm. It's an important experience to have. I'll agree with you there. No, this is this is this isn't even experiential. This is a good movie. This is just a flat can, out good movie. Can I give you my overarching thought? Yeah, go on for that it. Statement. I liked it. I very much did. I would buy the Blu-ray. I'd watch it again. I'll listen to the sound track i'm 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 there on every step when we got to him getting back to rehab leaving madison square garden i felt like there hadn't been a central conflict i could see that i could definitely see that so the movie ended and i was like what but the central conflict was that the 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 his his mom's statement being true that he was never nobody loved him but like the real elton john got married two years later correct but the real elton john i think also had to go into rehab to figure that out yeah so yeah it was this like man versus self conflict right well because that El- was elton the- john's story since he went into rehab is not interesting anymore right like, and that was also sort of the i know that this like it's a real person so i should obviously cheer for his success and i should only be happy for elton john and i am like we need more people to go into rehab and come out successful but to me it was like in the beginning of the movie the guy was like oh do you want to be a rock star just go to america and don't do too, so many drugs you kill yourself and then he just does it like every other rock star 
Right. Like he goes and he does so many drugs, then he goes to rehab and boop, he's good. There's no ramifications. It's a real like Wolf of Wall Street thing in my mind where it was like Jordan Belfort went and did all these drugs and made all his money and screwed all these people. And then uh, now he's a millionaire. But that's the thing again. is there, there aren't, well, okay, Jordan Belfort, I think, is is there. He went to jail. Yeah, for 22 months. Do you know the crimes that man and he, committed? And he had to pay back hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, but like he's back again. Okay, but that's the thing is like there's no there's no uh there's no SEC for rock stars. Correct. Like there's no there's no governing bot like Elton John didn't come. I mean he committed crimes, but he didn't like commit rock crimes. <laughs> <laughs> Where he was no, brought before like a judge and a jury of his of his rock star peers. <laughs> Can you imagine? Mick that Jagger court? wasn't in the Fortnite in front row of the jury box like. <laughs> That's not it, Chief. <laughs> Freddie Mercury. And, oh, that's the big question. There's a lot. Of, I've seen a lot of reviews that make sweeping statements like this is better than Bohemian Rhapsody ever. This is better than Bohemian Rhapsody ever. I 100% I was actually I going to come in. I was going to come into this review saying that this movie was everything that Bohemian Rhapsody could have and probably should have been. This had scenes that Bohemian Rhapsody would have benefited from. But I think Bohemian Rhapsody had a certain type of depth that this lacked. I think that I think that the conversation around Bohemian Rhapsody it went straight like so many people that saw and loved Bohemian Rhapsody. And I don't think there's anything wrong with this, but they equate they equate like dark and sad with depth in a way that just isn't there. I will agree with in that. In Bohemian Rhapsody, it's like people people look at it and go, "Well, this this movie was like f- like sixty five percent depressing as hell. Therefore, it has to be." That my my brain is telling me that means it's good. That it's like it's deep yeah, and it's that's introspective. The Dark Knight effect. I agree, but like the, the the Dark Knight was different and and better. The Dark Knight was deep. So I I had I had a religious experience with this film. Okay, so tell me about that, and then I want to I like was, literally unpack was, it. I want to dive into it real quick. Okay, there was well I, I want to speak about one spe- scene. No, no, go for it. Go for it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So the Rocket Man sequence from when he's standing on the diving board to when he's like blasts off. Yeah. Now Elton John is is a is a figure that i love and always have i've never been like oh elton john's music sucks like i've never thought that uh and i've never not liked at least a few songs like it may have just been lion king for phases of my life and it may have just been you know rocket man but it's also not like an obsession do you know what i'm saying i'm not like invested in his life like when they introduced his buddy who wrote all the songs that was like new information same same completely that like that elton john doesn't write his own music well i i want to actually write his own music doesn't write his own lyrics i want to talk about that here in a minute but yeah so I want to I want to be clear that like when I saw like Avengers Endgame, those are characters that I've grown up with for eleven years. I love those characters, right? Yeah. So when I watch that movie and there's like an emotional scene that pulls on you on purpose and like makes you feel emotional, like I felt emotional, like I was I was all in. But I don't typically get that with characters that I'm not as familiar with. But the Rocket Man sequence, when that sequence was over, I was literally crying. Yeah, I'm with that. And that was that was an interesting experience for me. Like I was like, oh my god, I cannot believe I care this much, and I can't believe that this weird surreal sequence where the kids started singing and I was pissed because I wanted Taryn to sing the whole song ended in me like so emotionally invested. I'm completely with it and that truthfully was one of the moments where I think this movie was really good and where it, I think it was super effective storytelling even not just on a surface level because every time he had one of those cathartic you know songwriting learn learn something about himself moments they showed him waking up in bed having no idea where he was you know directly afterward having right. to f- come back to reality a reality he didn't like a reality he realized he was the problem right he was always the problem 
Yeah, he was always the problem. It's like he, whether and, and that was that was the I really liked the the sort of wrap up scene where they all confront him while he's in rehab. All the the people from his his past. Oh, this gets to get added to my list of Spider Man see Spider Man meme. <laughs> Fair, fair. God, every freaking movie, dude. Um, I was watching it. I was like, "There's no way they're gonna include that here." There it is. Yep, there it is. Immediately. <laughs> this is so that I had no idea that this was a musical. I did not either. I do know that this must already be on Broadway. Probably. Like whoever is the lead in this has already been cast. Yeah. Um, because like I, I just expected. I literally expected Bohemian Rhapsody two. Elton John Boogaloo. Elton John Boogaloo. Because, like, Bohemian Rhapsody was, was, was not a musical in any sense of the word. No, but this was. This was a musical. This was... This was storytelling told through songs actively happening in real time. Right. This is two weeks in a row of musicals. I know, show. right? And again, that wasn't planned because I did not know this was a musical. Well, it also wasn't like we've never made like a conscious effort to cover musicals, which is weird because we both love theater, but it's just not a... Well, I, I, don't, just, know. I, we, I don't know why. I mean, there, there, there really haven't been a whole whole ton of movie musicals in the past few years, and especially not a whole ton of like really good ones. Yeah. And we, we, we talked about one of them, but it was like, we didn't want to give the, the lead character the credit of taking a whole week of our show. Which one was that? Greatest Showman. Oh, yeah. Um, and I don't think that that falls into the category of really good movie musical. I think the music in that is genuinely great. But uh, moving on from that point, talking about the musical aspect in this, I loved that it was a musical. I loved that all the actors did their own singing. What did you think of Taron Edgerton as Elton John's voice? I thought it was good. I mean, he's not he's not the greatest singer in the world, but like... I thought he was brilliant. Yeah, I thought it was a, a very good... Like, he wasn't trying too hard to perfectly emulate Elton John, but it was it, it's, a, it's a different take, but not that different, but not... not so close that you're like ah, that was wrong no i didn't feel like it was wrong at all but he to captured me, he captured like... the passion of the songs he captured the emotion of the songs perfectly struggle a little bit with me, some of the high it's... notes but i mean most people would to me it's no different than the, the the people from the lion king singing can you feel the love tonight Right. It's just like it's somebody else singing Elton John's song. Right. Right. And it's just like it's just part of it. And there's been a couple instances of, you know, where they do these music biopics like this and, you know, they get the actor to legitimately just sing all that person's music. And it's, it's always it's it's a not it's a bold move, especially when that person is like alive and there and like super involved in the yeah, film for sure and is also like you already know each other you were in a movie together right <laughs> we're in a movie with the same production team right right yeah i definitely i thought he did a great job i really did um I mean, he looked the part, he acted the part, like, it was, it was just, he was perfect. You know what, you know what I think is crazy about Taron Edgerton? He is the face of a genuinely good action franchise. Agree? Yeah. And now he is this amazing character role, Elton John. And he was Robin Hood, but like, whatever. And I didn't, I ha- still, I, sorry. I still think we haven't seen his defining role. Maybe, maybe we've seen his defining role, but not his like, you know, like Robert Downey Jr. was a kiss, kiss, bang, bang, but he's Tony Fortnite in Star. Right. Well, this is, so this is the, the second movie I think we've reviewed all year that has legitimate Oscar legs. What Oscar leg do you think this has? I, I you know, I, I think it'll it'll probably get a nomination, but not a win by any means for Best Picture. It'll be do the same thing Bohemian Rhapsody did there. I think that you've got a serious contender for Best Actor. That would make me very happy. Um, And I'm sure it, it'll, it'll win you know, like techie awards and stuff. Yeah, this will be around in award season. Right. Like it'll have it'll have legitimate like, you know, I don't know that it'll win big Oscars, but I think that you'll you'll it'll be one of those names that you sort of forgot about a little bit by the time the nomination season comes around and it'll get a a, a fair few nominations. Well and it's also got real quick, do you think Endgame's gonna be nominated? I don't know. I really don't. I think I think Robert Downey Jr. gets the best actor in a leading role, not 
Because on one hand, I, can't, I don't even know if they qualify. Here's here's because my I, I don't know exactly what the the the, the um, criteria is there. But if there's any sort of like screen time. screen time criteria, I, I I think that it would preclude pretty much all of them. Here's here's my thought. Here's why I think you will see something Endgame winning more. Th- Return of the King is the point. See, I don't here. I don't think it's gonna be Return of the King, where it just sweeps. Because that was like a, that was a, that was sort of a completely different thing. Like, that was three movies filmed back-to-back, released once a year. And it was sort of like a a foregone conclusion. It's like, we're gonna sort of nominate them as, as a unit when the third one comes out. Right. And I, I so I think it'll it'll probably do better than most of the other ones that aren't Black Panther, but I, th- I think it'll probably sort of, of fall flat of Return of the King. I don't think it'll do the Return of the King thing, but I do think it has a real chance. I mean, if there's a if there's a, to, a Marvel movie to this win year at least that gets nominated for Best Picture, it'll be Endgame. I think it has a real chance at Best Picture and Leading Role and all the techie ones. I don't think it'll win Best Picture. I th- I, I believe it will be nominated. Yeah. I, I, I was think Avatar? That, um, sure it was. I don't know though. That's not like supposed to count in any way. I know it's not, but but it, I think when a when an action blockbuster is that successful, I th- and I know that they're the only things that are that successful, right? It's like Star Wars, Avatar, right. Titanic. I guess Titanic's not an action blockbuster. Uh, an Endgame, but, but I know that like I I feel like when it's that top three level, it deserves another conversation. I think you likely see more nominations for uh, Rise of Skywalker than Endgame. We'll see. Um, but that's just me. Yeah, I, I do think this movie has legitimate award season capabilities. Just it, it, like halfway through, I was like, yeah, this is sort of like, this is that early Oscar bait. It is. I felt like th- there's an Oscar nod from last year that we're not talking about here with uh, Stars Born. Well, I don't, they're not that similar outside yeah, I mean, they're, of, outside they're of being, being musicals. I, I think that this has more, you know, I don't, I don't love comparing with Bohemian Rhapsody, but I think that on a, in an awards capacity, I think this has more to be compared to Bohemian Rhapsody than A Star is Born. I would generally agree with you there. And actually, when it comes down to it, I don't, like, I, I've gone back and forth and back and forth on my feelings for Bohemian Rhapsody. And, like, on one hand, I don't really remember much of the film at this point, but I know that the the role, what's his name? Rami Malek. Yeah. Genuinely was, like, unbelievable. Yeah. No, that was a very, very good performance. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like that he didn't sing the songs. I would have preferred that. I don't think he can sing, and I don't think anybody is expected to sing the way that... Uh, no, but I would have, and, and that was the, that was Freddy. a lot of my problem with that movie. And I get why they did it. They wanted to to just use Freddie's music to do him honor. But it's sort of like you're you're robbing somebody else of that chance. Well, it, like, like it comes back to the Aladdin thing, right? Like Robin Williams, you could have just reused that audio, just CGI'd the whole genie. Yeah, that would have been super rude. But when you take Freddie Mercury's thing and do it, it's like, oh, that honors him, right? So I don't know. Well, I don't know what point I'm I mean, there. I just want to put put that thought out. It there. would have been rude if they CGI'd Freddie Mercury. Yes, <laughs> like that would have been weird. If it was like a hologram. Right. Like on screen with all these people. <laughs> that would have been very, very weird. But I, I, because they let Rami Malek act it and, and perform the part, and, and like he did a very good job. It was a very good performance, obviously. I mean, he was, got a best actor for it that I don't think anybody was questioning. Right. Um, I, I'm going to be very interested because I think I think that you will definitely ser- see Taron Edgerton get a nomination for this. I don't know if it'll win. We also have, you know, seven months left of movies. Right. Of of really good movies. Right. Like, And you have more musicals coming down the pipe. What are the musicals there besides Lion King? Frozen. I guess those are animated. I don't know how that counts. Lion King's its own weird, it's animated problem. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying, though, is like, dude, can you win Best Actor for a, a voice performance? No. I don't know. But yeah, we, we, we have not seen, we have not seen 75% of the movies that will get Oscar nominations yet. Probably. Who knows? I mean, that's just how the year plays out. Right. 
That's Mo- typically how it plays Half out. of those Fortnite movies will come out in, like, they'll be released at a festival in December and come out in wide release right as everything's getting nominated. Right. Because that's the only way they're ever going to get seen. Right. Um, that being said, on this show, are we going to review Moonlight? Why? It is Rotten Tomatoes' number one best LGBT movie ever ever i mean sure i just wasn't sure what pull you were making there like are we gonna review green book are we gonna review green book wasn't that year no but it was a best picture winner it was a best picture winner we will review return of the king at some point yeah um so so walk me through the movie I thought that him, I, I really enjoyed the idea of him telling the story to his group at rehab and that being like where the movie came from. Yes. Um, it, it's the same thing that with with Aladdin last week is it lends credence to the story being different from reality. Yes, because it is being told it is, by the most fantastic man. Right, it is being told to you, A, by the person who it happened to the only authoritative source of the material and B it's being told to you by a person who is larger than life just in general right he would have made a good genie Elton John yeah. probably yeah definitely wouldn't have hated that <laughs> he's not the best actor just even world. even as like an old man that would have been great to see him in the headdress with the like <laughs> band director staff <laughs> right <laughs> I'm trying to think how he would sing it, but I can't sing like I'm I'll tell you one thing, one thing, is they did a very poor job in this movie of not making Taron Edgerton look jacked. The dude's huge. Yeah, he was like standing there in the baseball tee with the lipstick, and I was like, this man has shoulders for days. Yeah, he's a very handsome and broad dude. Right, like they did, they did a good job with his hair, they did a really good job just in general of making him look like Elton John, and I never had a problem believing him in the part. Like, I've seen a lot of, when they get huge actors, well, I guess Taron Edgerton is probably not a huge actor, but like he's a huge actor to me because like I've seen a bunch of his movies, the things he's known I've for. I've seen Kingsman like a bajillion yeah, I've seen Kingsman like a bajillion. He is Exe Unwin, right? <laughs> but like, and a lot of times I like, get these huge actors to do these parts in biopics. I have a hard time putting myself into the character, right? Like when they did that, uh, when they did that uh, Steve Jobs movie with Ashton Kutcher, I was like, this is just Ashton Kutcher, right? Now the Fastbender one, that one sucked me right. Yeah. In. Because they did, like, they did recognizable turtleneck Steve Jobs for that movie. Right. Like, not Ashton, Ashton Kutcher was in the turtleneck for half of one scene right. in that whole movie. And the funny thing was, it was, like, all set in the 70s when Ashton Kutcher was, like, playing right. that 70s right. show. Like, he looks like Michael Kelso. Like, right. And nobody has any, any clue what Steve Jobs looked like in the Fortnite 70s. Maybe like Ashton Kutcher. I mean, he might have, but, like, I, I know Steve, you know Steve Jobs as um, turtleneck, gray hair, keynote steve jobs right i don't know but yeah i'd never had a problem believing believing taron edgerton in this part and honestly when and when they got to the end and, so, and play the credits and they were like and you know his mom is bryce dallas howard i'm like it was i was i had the same question i was like who was bryce dallas howard in this i know movie? And they were like she's sheila and i'm like no way that was like that was the woman that played professor umbridge's daughter umbridge had a daughter no but it looks like her but younger oh <laughs> she was Is that weird Steve Jobs in the seventies? Yeah. Okay, really Fortnite. Does look like Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> Maybe that movie made sense to everybody else. I mean, this is some he actually this does, is guys. Side. Go look up an old picture of Steve Jobs if you've never done this. He actually really does look like Ashton Kutcher. Statement retracted. Some wild Ashton. He also looks like Adam Driver. He very much does look like Adam Driver, but Adam Driver wasn't when when Steve Jobs when Jobs right. came out. There was no Adam Driver. 
He was busy kicking Apex Legends. Was he in Kick-Ass? I should probably no, watch Kick-Ass. He, he was a Marine. Oh, I don't know. Talk about he Messi Vaughn. Oh, do you never seen Kick-Ass? I've never seen Kick-Ass, no. We talk about Kick-Ass. We talk about Kick-Ass all the time. It's an important conversation to have, Ethan. There are not a lot of, like, worthwhile non-Marvel DC superhero films on this show that is almost always about superhero films. No, but it's not even that. It's like we just always keep coming back to it because every movie we review has some actor that was in Kick-Ass. Well, Nick Cage is in everything. I don't think I don't girl? think we have reviewed a single movie that has Nicolas Cage in it on this show. What do you, we did National Treasure. Okay, I don't think we reviewed any other movies that have Nicolas Cage in it on this show. <laughs> like we we have reviewed no tangentially caged movies. And honestly, Probably I not. forgot that we did National Treasure because we didn't talk about National Treasure. I talked about I think that was the episode that I ranted about North Carolina gas stations. Was that Pump Don't Work? I think it was either Pump Don't Work or is when I first brought up the saga of the Baconator. It's one of those two. I don't because that's one of the ones that people always talk to me. I know that Froyo was the Lego movie. I know that. But that's the one that people. The, one I was the ones thinking about Froyo reference. today. Do you ever think about how Froyo, sweet frog, fully rely on God? Do you ever think about how Froyo costs more than what Judas sold Jesus for? Never. I never that. That thought I think never crosses day, my mind. Every single day do I think about that. Well, how much is a piece of silver? It doesn't even matter. How much is the, the freaking... I don't know. Uh, like, convert. if you... Yeah, but if you, like, if you dropped 30 solid silver coins down to me at... at at Sweet Frog, I'd be like, I don't even know how to make this change, but this is way too much money. I don't think so. I don't think so. Silver's not that cheap. Okay, hold on. Like, there's a, there's a reason we don't use gold coins anymore. Okay, here's the thing. Based on these interpretations, Judas was paid anywhere between $90 and $3,000 in today's sum. Okay, so that is way more than a cup of Froyo. No, it's not. Yes, Ethan, it it's is. like 40 pounds. You know how heavy cream is in its frozen form? Oh my god, we're god. not diving back into this. A cup of Froyo is exorbitantly priced, but like, it's like nine bucks. It's like 13. 13 is the number I have in mind. You put too many gummy bears in your Froyo. 1350. 1365, actually. That's a lot. Actually. That's two people. I, at, it's at exactly the, the freaking problem, Ethan. Is a freaking Froyo cost too god darn much? Fully rely on God to provide me with a real job to pay for this? I don't make that in a year. Yeah, you make a lot more than than thirteen fifty in a year. <laughs> Ethan, you know you, it's about, you you know you okay? own a house, right? Like you are aware of the it's fact that you own a home. Income. It's dessert, Ethan. Dessert should be the cheapest part of the menu. It should go. It should go like. Water is the cheapest, and then dessert, and then apps, and then entrees. And while we're at it, a lot of you seem to like freaking mozzarella sticks, and you're all freaking wrong. I get it. You want your vegetarian appetizer. I'm with you, okay? But if you're okay with cheese, then you can still just get freaking nachos, which are better than mozzarella sticks in every single way, okay? Like, most nachos have meat on them. You do know that, right? You can just say, give me the nachos sans meat. Sans means without. That's a little culture for you, Ethan. Welcome to Italy. Very nice to meet you. I'm hanging up this Skype call right now. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Fortnite. This. I'm out. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> Very nice to meet you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, sequences in the movie. What'd you think of it? There were songs in this movie that there were not a single word of. They were just Elton John noise through the whole thing. <laughs> they, they like, that, <laughs> and that, that scene where he is in the, the office with the first record executive and that dude throws out like Daniel and like several other really famous Elton John songs. And right. they're like, oh, we got him in the movie for about three seconds. Right. <laughs> 
and they spent shit. they spent a long time on Honky Cat. They did spend a long time on Honky Cat. Spent a long time playing Pinball <laughs> Wizard by The Who. That's what I was like. Wait, Pinball Wizard is not an Elton John song. I, I was not. Uh, is there an Elton John cover of Pinball Wizard? That's a real question. Pinball I'm sh- Wizard. Elton John. I was ready there is an Elton John with- cover of Pinball Wizard. Turns out. I was not aware or of that. Or is it the original? It is not the original. It came out in 75. Um, oh, it was for the movie. It's for the movie. That's what it was. For the movie Can- Pinball Wizard? For the movie Tommy. The movie Tommy. Tommy's a rock opera. Elton John, 1969. What? Pinball Wizard. Elton John, 1969. Pinball Wizard is a song written by Pete Townsend and performed by English rock band The Who and featured on their 1969 rock opera, Tommy. Is the first sentence of the Wikipedia ah. page, don't Fortnite with me. Pete Townsend. That's that the is, name that of somebody is, else, too, That is it? information I could have given you cold without looking this up and was about to. Pete Townsend. That's somebody other than Pete Townsend, right? I don't think so. That's Pete Townsend from The Who. He's the guy that strums his guitar backwards. Is that his That thing? is his thing, yep. That's a pretty cool it thing. It is a pretty cool thing, yep. That was He was a rock star. Not saying Elton John's you know not a rock star. Rock but that, is, that is what, uh, is what Elton John, I did know that, from, from Tommy, the movie. It's very sad. Very Sad. Very sad movie. Let me ask you a question, Ethan. Yo, was it all these movies about rock stars showing like how glamorous? They're not freaking Motley Crue. Nobody is. N- n- none of these movies about rock stars have shown glamour. <laughs> this movie was depressing as Fortnite. Rocket Man. I mean, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody was depressing as Fortnite. The Dirt about Motley Crue was depressing as. Fortnite. Yeah, do you know what those Motley Crue guys did on tour? Yes, everyone knows what those Motley Crue guys did on tour. They're like the rock star legends, okay? Those guys did all the drugs. But it was it, it, it happened for a long time before them. Okay, Keith Moon from the Who drove a Rolls Royce into a Fortnite pool at a hotel for no reason. I just don't, how are these guys writing songs that everyone relates to? How many times have you driven a car into a pool? They're, okay, because because their songs aren't about anything. <laughs> That's true. That's true. It's all a sham. Like the Beatles got famous on songs like "Love Me Do" and "Can't Buy Me Love" and like you know eight days a week. They're Can just I tell you something? they're good songs. They're catchy songs they are complete and utter fortnite nonsense love me do didn't exist in my life until two months ago and i'm still not sure i've heard it i listened to love, it love and I was me like, do you know yeah, I, was like, I love you so please love me do yeah that song doesn't exist it came out like 1962 y'all made, y'all made it up it's not we did not real. make it up <laughs> it's not real it never existed it did i'm sure that it's old and it's been around forever. I put out a poll. Love Me Do is the debut. Like, hold on. Love Me Do is the debut single by the English rock pop band, The Beatles. What is it that The Beatles are that BTS isn't? That's what I want to know. Nothing. Have you heard the Stevie Oki remix of Mike Drop? That song, Fortnite. It's harder than any Beatles song ever in history. <laughs> is that is that a BTS thing? I don't I don't know what that is. Dude, listen to the. Okay, just hold on. Right now, just you just could listen to like the first minute and a half. Go to YouTube and look up the Stevie Oki remix of Mike Drop. Is it on Spotify? I have no idea. Probably, but there's like there's no, something to be gained from looking at the video. Oh, okay. I do see it right here. So I have to watch the video, or can I? I mean, do whatever you want, but it just bangs. It is not playing at all. Well, we're gonna go to YouTube. That's how good it is. I'm gonna tell you right now while I'm thinking about it. The uh, Spotify for desktop is garbage. Yes, Spotify lives and dies as a mobile app. Also, I considered 
the other day signing the brand up for title so that we could listen to Jay-Z music. I would have But it is $13 a month, which is too much to pay for that service. Okay, I've never heard a BTS song in my life, so get ready. Which of these cold drink brands would you consider choosing? All of them. (laughs) None of the above. Ah, hold on. Pause. Everything through the Yeti. I don't listen to it too. I can still hear you. I know. Okay. I know Steve Aoki is also Asian. Yeah. But like St- like Steve Aoki looking guys beat up BTS looking guys. Yeah. In the in the parking lot. Yeah. Accurate. And I don't know anything about BTS. Also, you know how like sometimes when you listen to a new song by an artist you never heard of before, you never listened to, you're like, this is literal garbage. And if you listen to this, I hate you. Is that how you feel about BTS? No, it's I, not. Because I like that. I'm not, I, I'm not like a BTS so- stan. I like that one song. That's the only song I know. I, 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 I listen, I've listened to 90 seconds of BTS. I'm not well versed enough to say that I I hate it but i think what happens is you remember when friday came out by rebecca black and everybody was like this girl deserves to die yeah and everybody was like way wrong about that like yeah she was just a kid but then like the more you listen to it you're like i hate this but i'm gonna keep watching this video because it's kind of freaking catchy yeah where are you going with that i think that's every song people listen to now is like we just listen to it until it's catchy to us and then we're like you know i kind of like this you we stop yes and syndrome no. yes and no every song yes and no i definitely do that with stuff where i'm like i hate this song and then i'll hear it again i'm like i still hate this song and i'm sitting there like young blood do you want it do you want it no the first time the first time i heard young blood by five seconds of summer i knew we had a hit oh yeah i was like this is it like the dude starts singing remember the ones i told you love me till the no. day i and I was like, okay, okay, I'm with it. And then that beat kicks in. Yeah, yeah, what a bop. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Anyway, music I mean, that's how it is. That's how it is with like the first time you heard Old Town Road. You were like, this is a joke, right? Like, this is a joke. Like, we're kidding, right? And that now, now you listen to that song, you're like, yeah, I love Lil Nas X. Truthfully, truthfully though, I do love Lil Nas X just as like a person I don't know I don't know anything I follow about him dude, but he's like a Mr. Beast type isn't he yeah I follow him on Twitter he's just like the nicest guy yeah he's like a Mr. Beast he's like I'm a rapper and I'm gonna have a country chart topper because I can yeah. and they kicked him off the country yeah. chart and Billy Ray Cyrus was like I got this gonna damn my but when I first heard it I was like oh this is the stupid thing that the youth are into today right this is the TikTok thing yeah and then uh, then I started listening to it and I was like yeah this song is dumb as hell and then I couldn't stop listening to it ever yeah I had one of, I had one of those on my uh, recently downloaded onto my Spotify downloaded downloaded onto my and Spotify ever since I got high praise. ever since I got unlimited data I don't download anything and then I'll be running through like a, a, a patch of like no service and I'm like I have no music I don't know what music is <laughs> selfie by the chain smokers was part of that fate bad guy by billy eilish uh shoot lucid dreams by juice world although i don't know that there's every time i didn't like that song is that the i still see your shadows in my room song yeah i'll tell you what song i have a religious devotion to as long as we're talking about religious experiences and music lake poncha train by ludo yeah yeah if there's a church just for that song I, w- I will attend so my my three if this tells you what my my road trip recently was like my three recently searched albums on spotify are the heist by Macklemore and Ryan Lewis, uh, Celebrity by NSYNC, and Camp by Childish Gambino. Been hanging out with some white people. I wasn't. I wasn't anything. It was just me in my car by myself. Oh. <laughs> 
jamming out some late yeah. stage in sync. Does that got pop on it? It does. That is late it was, stage. It was me going, I want to listen to pop. And then me going, I owned this CD. Do I remember any other song of this CD? The answer's no. No? No, they have a song like that's entirely based around Pac-Man sounds. That's pretty cool. And I like, I don't think, you know, as a kid, I had I did not know that. I probably skipped over that song like these are weird noises. <laughs> Anyway, BTS, better than the Beatles ever. I don't know about that, but you can't spell Beatles without BTS. That's true. I'm still, so. I don't care that it's not done so great uh, in reviews so far. I am still excited for Yesterday to come out. Has it not done great in reviews? No, it's it's doing all right. What about the Bruce Springsteen one? That comes out in like August. Do you know what else comes out in August? My baby. Yeah, it released, yesterday released at some festival, I can't remember which one, um, might have been Tribeca, and it got a 65 based on 26 reviews. On Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah. Or on? Yesterday came out in 2004, and there's no critic consensus yet, but it got a 94% audience rating. So that's it's good. not the one! <laughs> I just think that it's such an interesting concept for a movie. I do too. I think it looks interesting. I also know that you're an Ed Sheeran stan, which is I do. Like, I do really like Ed Sheeran. And, and you look and you look like James Corden. And I know that when the when the trailer was released, there was like a certain section of the internet that was like, I hate Ed Sheeran and I hate James Corden. So this obviously sucks. So I'm curious what that's like being James Corden who loves Ed Sheeran. <laughs> First of all, I am not James Corden. <laughs> Carpool like, Karaoke is look, way too clever for me. Carpool Karaoke is not too clever for you. You could nail Carpool Karaoke. Yeah, but I wouldn't karaoke. have thought of it. It's too simple. It's too perfect. Here's the thing. A guy like me can't think of Carpool Karaoke. A guy like me thinks of Carpool Karaoke and people are like, that's a lazy oh. idea. You need to do something more creative that's more work. Right? I can't just submit a blank canvas and be like, this is modern art. By the way, just talking about the Tomatometer for a second, uh, Aladdin has gone the other way, away from fresh, dropped to 56. Really? Yep. Godzilla King of the Monsters down to a fat 39. Secret Life of Pets 2 is a 71. Apparently this, uh, John Negroni loved The Last Black Man in San Francisco. High praise. Worth seeing. If it is anywhere near you, probably going to be also an award contender from what people are saying so far. Who directed them? Joe Talbot. One credit. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who he is. I don't think anybody does. Uh, but John saw it at like the world premiere in San Francisco, which was cool. Well, that is cool. I love when John does cool things. I live vicariously through John. Like film Twitter me lives vicariously through John a lot. So what's your favorite Elton John song? And was it featured in this movie? Yeah, it's Rocket Man. Is it? Probably. I thought you were going to say like... Can you feel the love tonight or something? No. Circle of life. Let's, let's, no, it's definitely not one of the uh, uh, Lion King songs. No? I do think it's crazy there's two Elton John musicals this year. That's exciting. I don't think I would call the Lion King an Elton John musical. Let's see. Is there like a the essential Elton John album? Elton John has more songs than I could ever pretend to know. Yeah, he's had a long career. This is Elton John. I like your song. Let's see. So look on This Is Elton John. I guess it's a playlist on Spotify. Yeah. I, I like... Uh, I like your song One, a lot, two. but I like, I've, I've heard it numerous times by different people, but I like it most covered by women. It does, it's, it, it lends something to the female voice. I would say maybe the best one, like the, the best one is, I guess that's why they call it the blues. And I guess that's why they call it the blues. That's a great song. That might be the best. That a rocket man. Although I also love Tiny Dancer. But I mean, I like the hits. Tiny Dancer. You know, I'm Tiny not, Dancer is easily my favorite Elton John song. I, I'm not good at the deep cuts here. I'll be honest. But wow. I also feel like I'm not. I would say like in the hierarchy of these type folks, like what's the spectrum? It goes like Freddie Mercury to Elton John to Billy Joel to Bruce Springsteen. Like that's how you, that's the spectrum of rock icons. I mean, there's a lot of other people. People as well no no those are the only four there's I like say, elvis you know oh i do like mick elvis. jagger but elvis elvis i'm not well versed on jagger i'm not well versed on i would say 
of those, I probably know the most about Billy Joel. Like about or his music? Well, uh, his because I, I know I know, I know relatively little nothing. about Billy Joel. I, yeah, I know that like he he filmed some wild music videos. Yeah, no, that's about it. Um, I'm excited for when Billy Joel gets his biopic. Yeah, same for, I, same I'm for Bruce. Same for Bruce. Yeah, and the thing is, I've seen Bruce live. I've seen Elton live. We saw Elton live. We did. Uh, I've never seen. Billy Live. Nope, and you're not going to see Freddie Mercury. Nope. I don't like the guy that got to replace him. What's that guy's name? Adam Lambert from American Idol. Is that what he's from? Oh, he's not that good. No, no. And he, uh, Fortnite, took the words to We Are the Champions of the Oscars, which is pretty bad. Anyway, my favorite Elton John song, I think, is Tiny Dancer. You know what I do like about Elton John is I feel absolutely no shame for liking the hits the best. No, I I don't think you should feel any shame for that. And, And there were Elton John songs in this movie that I forgot were Elton John songs, specifically don't let the sun go down on me which is an excellent song that I always forget is Elton John. He has a there. There are certain songs he does like that's why they call it the blues and Tiny Dance for Rocket Man, where it's it's that Elton John sound. Yeah, and there are other songs where it's it's not. It's it could be anybody. Well, he he went through phases. Yeah, there were phases where it was like I'm Elton John, right? Like and phases s- where it was like I'm the singer. Like Saturday Night's Alright for Fighting. Crocodile Rock. That is definitely like a period in Elton John's life. I have a question for you. Do you know how's the Elton John history? Did the songs that played in the film come out in the order, like in any sort of accurate order, to his actual life, or did they pick and choose? I can do his full discography. I can do to some quick, work? some quick fact checking here. My 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 understanding is that for it's, the most it's, part, yeah, for the most part, accurate. sort of, yeah. Uh, but see. Goodbye Yellow Brick Road was not. Goodbye Yellow Brick Road is not like a late Elton John song. It's but on he's still putting out tracks. Yeah. So. Well, not even like late to the party in this this movie. It was uh, that was Saturday Night's Alright for Fighting, which is the first song, sort of like one of the first songs, sort of featured. Because um, I don't know either of the other two. I don't even know if this is an Elton John song. Um, but that was on that was on Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, which is seventy three, so fairly early. Now, my thing with Goodbye Yellow Brick Road was that it came in a part of the film. It came at the end of the film, but it was almost like the fact that it was an early piece in his story was like it was like the whole thing coming full circle. Well, yeah, it's, 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 that's a movie. I mean, that's a, that's a song that it was chosen in that part of the movie for, for its thematic purpose. Right. Um, but Goodbye Yellowbrook Road, uh, gave us Saturday Night's Alright for Fighting, Goodbye Yellowbrook Road, obviously, Benny and the Jets, and Candle in the Wind. So Benny we would, we would Jets. refer, we would refer to that as one hell of an album. It's not 5,000, can win. No. Uh, when did, uh, Don't Shoot Me, I'm Only a Piano Player come out? I can't spell Crocodile. So that was 72. So it's, it's, you know, it's not super, super accurate. When, what was your song on? Your song was 70. So that's sort of accurate. They they showed that one as like his first like big hit. Yeah. Let me ask you this. This was a film. You know, we, we review a lot of movies on this channel. We do? A lot on this show. We talk about and movies? This, we do. And I want to ask you a question. I don't even know if it's like, am I supposed to bring it up? Am I not? But there were some graphic scenes in this film. More so than I think you see in most of these movies that we review. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm just curious. There's one one in particular. like the, the one where he like decides, yes, I'm a homosexual. And he has the like the like sex scene with the manager guy. Yeah, no, with Rob Stark. Yes, is that <laughs> what his name? Yeah. Is? Well, no, that's that's he's Rob Stark from Game of Thrones. Oh, uh, okay. That, that was that was all I could guy. see. <laughs> like that was one of the people I was I was unable to separate. Um, Gave a very average performance here. Oh, I thought he did good. Which really, Madden? I did. I didn't like it. I thought that when when he and I guess it's supposed to sort of be like this, but I, it, that was the part that was jarring for me when he pulls Elton out of the phone booth and like hits him in the face. I was like, this is a really sharp turn in this person's character. I think it was supposed to show that he he never really cared. I guess, but like it didn't. There was no like leading to that. There was no like. I mean, I think what's interesting to me is that Elton points out at the end that he was like, I was always mad because. 
because I thought you loved me and you you never did. So I was fighting for something that I never had. Right, because he didn't love him. He cared about the business. He saw him as a money-making opportunity. Right, that he had sex with. Right. Well, he, uh, he, he, he basically preyed on him because he knew he was gay and... He could use that. Right. I thought that was a an interesting anyway, scene. Yes, yeah, so you were talking about gr- graphics. Where were you going with that? I don't know. I don't I don't know. Like, I don't think it's good good or bad or in, in any way. I'm I'm a and I think this about any sex scenes in films, I'm typically a leave it to the imagination type when it comes to I mean they did a, that type they of scene. Did a so pretty, I'm curious your take that, on that, it. I don't think that, that scene was that particularly that graphic. Maybe maybe it's because I was sitting like knee to knee with my father. It's entirely possible. Um but I, I thought I thought it was good where they they sort of there was a moment of like hot and heavy passion and then it pans up to the sun right. and then cuts back down. Like I thought that was good. It's a very, very gently R rated movie. Not with the language. There wasn't that much language. What? I was like I don't even. Know I wasn't like it. I just shocked. No, I didn't feel like there was a moment where I was like they didn't need to say Fortnite there for sure. And there was like copious cocaine usage. There's a lot of cocaine. Um, but uh, Dexter Fletcher, the director, actually gave an interview about the rating, saying that they tried to make it an R-rated movie because Elton John himself specifically said his life up to that point was not PG-13. They wasn't, and that they wanted to accurately portray that without like without being the Wolf of Wall Street. Now I'll say I. I recently listened to an interview with, what's his name? The Wolf. Jordan Belfort. Jordan Belfort. So that, that's why he's sort of on my mind, but I did see a lot of parallels there. I did not. Aside from somebody that has money and does drugs. And then loses it all. Yeah, but that's the that's the story. They all do. They're not, yeah, Hollywood right now, lasts. Hollywood right now is not going to release a movie about drugs are cool. That's true. That would be a bad movie. Right. It's like, I mean, maybe. we're not going to get like, might be a good movie. We're not going to get white dudes, to tell do, it. we're not going to get rich white dudes do cocaine the movie. And succeed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and how to, the, how to the succeed in business while succeed. doing as much cocaine as possible <laughs> without really trying without really trying i don't think that's the movie although if they do the musical version i think they've got a chance how to apply for a job that's how they get it all in the nose that's how they get the voice up there i'll tell you uh speaking of of <laughs> i have no idea what it feels like to smoke co- <laughs> to, to smoke, smoke cocaine. yeah i think we're good there <laughs> I, just so we're clear. I don't think anybody... I don't know if it's going to make me I, sound more nasally Anybody is sitting there like, yeah, Tyler probably knows about hard drugs. Tyler who just <laughs> I said, I don't even know how to smoke cocaine. Let me let me tell you straight up. If I was ever in the same room as like a proper hard drug like cocaine, I would just cry. <laughs> I, like, I would I'd be like, I can't handle this. This is not what I signed up for. I'm leaving and I'm crying. Also, tell me to bring my brown pants next time. It's like, this is sorry talking about... <laughs> If he ever got invited to a party where they were doing heroin, he would die, but not from the heroin because he got so scared and fell off a building. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what would happen. Um, but no, I would be like, this is not me. Do not. Uh-uh. Yeah, I think that it's important to keep sort of hammering home every every six months or so these like, hey, maybe don't do a bunch of drugs movies. Yeah, no, I agree. Doing doing drugs is bad. Um, ah, I had a point. It's gone. Yeah? It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. Remember the words you told me to love me till the day I die. Did you ever hear their, speaking of uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, did you ever hear their cover of Killer Queen? Uh, Queen? No, 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 no. Uh, Five Sauce. I think so, and I think I hate really? it. Really? I love it. I listen to it relatively frequently. It's one of like four songs I actually downloaded on my phone. <laughs> Let's see. Let me give it a good old, give it the old, good old college try. This has been Tyler Quietly Listens to Music, the podcast. I'll tell you one thing about these five sauce guys. For one thing, they are one sauce, but they are good, talented musicians. What do you mean one sauce? Well, they're not. They're like a salsa. Like I don't even know what that means. Like, what do you say? I don't here? either. I have no idea. I'll tell you one thing. I 
these guys are like pop rock in a way that I feel like I'm supposed to not like it. But hey, you know, I you're supposed to hate not. them. Everybody, every, it's like trendy because they're it's like, like trendy sound. They're not. They're not quite a band, and they're not quite a boy band. Right. They're like, they're like, a, like boy a boy band who's actually all like they're not. Here's the thing: they're about not the One Direction that, that, that we're all forgetting is that like the, all the guys in NSYNC are talented musicians. Yeah, like J.C. Chases could sing. Chris Kirkpatrick, Chip Skylark could sing. Yeah, Chip Skylark could sing. My shiny teeth and me. That's all I can think yeah, of. So when, when you talk about cover when you talk about Chip Skylark, that's all. Like, I mean, obviously that's the Eamon thing. But if you talk about, uh, yeah, if you talk about Chris Kirkpatrick, that's all I can think of is Chip Skylark. Yeah, he sang. You know, he's he had more than one song. Yeah, he had my shiny teeth and me. He had Icky Vicky. Yeah, yeah. Chip Skylark smacks. Anyway, I I I like I've I've liked Five Sauce. Since I heard that first song about the underwear, which song about the uh, underwear? She looks so perfect. I've liked what these trendy. Look, I'll bands. tell you. Okay, I like Five Sauce a lot better than I've never listened to Lanny Laney L A N Y. I don't know what that is. Okay, look, look, but okay, look. I don't know how to pronounce it either. I, I have no idea. That band's pretty good. Nobody tell Kelly Atkins that I think that band's pretty good. Got it? Okay, she's never going to okay, listen to this, so her. great. Nobody tell her. She might find out. She can find out. It's fine. Uh, but, like, here's the thing. Here's the thing, okay? We all, after NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys and all them sort of faded from the thing, it became, we entered into the age of of the, like, high-voiced single guy singing music. Tenors. Yeah. Like, Justin Timberlake had a, 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 an epic solo career, and we went into that era. Right. And everybody was like, not me, Fortnite boy bands. If you listen to One Direction, you suck. And here's the problem Here's is the secret. You don't Here's suck. the secret. <laughs> One Direction's really good. Like, the, the, some of their songs, especially the early songs, are sort of vanilla, sort of like, yeah, we're still trying to appeal to, like, kids and stuff. But, like, their later stuff hits. All right, I'll tell you right now. I'm listening to Lanny, Thick and Thin. This is the most vanilla crap I've ever heard. I still dig it. This dude's sitting on the back of a freaking like 96 Camry that's just driving through California though. That's pretty freaking sweet. But this is like, this This is the same thing. It's like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be straight up with you guys. You listen to the podcast right now. I know this has nothing to do with Rocket Man. I, Ethan Enchill, being of sound mind and body, do solemnly swear, I like Imagine Dragons. Ethan, you can't say I, that. I it's 2019. Imagine Dragons is Nickelback I now. I genuinely like Imagine Dragons. I don't understand why people hate them around. every time i hear a new magic dragon song come on i'm like this is a heater like this this song <laughs> this song gets it like this song is unapologetically in your face just like college football anthem you know what three heaters get you ethan a strikeout strikeout exactly except that's not the case that's not the case at all that is not the case at all we're at because bat. any we're good batter bat. in the major the any thing. good batter in major league baseball is not going to swing and miss on three straight fastballs it is impossible <laughs> it is not impossible i'm gonna have any, okay i'm gonna maybe have like, maybe if you're up against the role this chapman maybe i will give you any i will put ethan edgehill against the worst hold mlb contract i player. am not i am not <laughs> an mlb caliber batter i bet you couldn't hit if, if you had three 70s Back to Fortnite. Back to no, I couldn't hit him. Are you kidding me? No <laughs> <laughs> hardness hit a baseball. I I went to I went to high school in Virginia. If I could hit fastballs, I would be on a baseball team. <laughs> I bet. Uh, yeah. No, I couldn't. You could get a six year old to pitch me the ball, and I couldn't. But hit like it. we talk about, we talk about, and 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 I give a lot of sure to baseball too. It's the most boring professional sport we have in America. Sure, do enjoy going to a game, but it's about the experience. You get a dog and a beer, and you hang out at the baseball game. You know, it's it's part it's part of the experience. I'm not one to watch baseball on TV, but we talk about a lot. Hey, bada 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 b
We talk a lot about professional sports teams being made up of the highest caliber players at their sport. That is never more true than in Major League Baseball, in which those players are picked out of, like, they're, 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 they're farmed out of an entire minor league system that goes, like, 14 layers deep. Yeah. Like, we have, we have the single A affiliate for the Red Sox here in Salem. It goes, like, 10 levels under that. That they're, they're, like, and they're, like, like, people go to those games. Maybe not our games, but, like, Greenville, South Carolina, that's, like, two layers below us. That game, those games, like, sell out. More people go to the freaking... Pulaski Yankees games that go to the, the Salem Red Sox games. I, something, Salem's got to fix something. I mean, there's a lot of things that Salem needs to fix about that team. As long as we're as long as we're on tangents. As long as we're on tangents. I have a toothpaste and orange juice. So do I. Do you? I actually have. I have. So I I, I said that I have a, a junior as well about mayonnaise. I have two two one mayonnaise and one non mayonnaise related things that have irked me in addition to my toothpaste and orange juice. Okay. Should we count them down or should we just do them? I, there's no point in counting them down. We initially counted them down to do, All like, right. the elephant in the room thing, but I'm never going to guess. Like, we're never going to say the Here's same the thing. thing. Here's the thing. So what's been bugging you, Tyler? crazy. Sure can imagine dragons. You're lying. White You're bread, lying. College anthem bullshit. Three heaters is a strikeout music. N- literally nothing. I just wanted to make that joke. No, but you didn't actually have one? No. Nothing. Nothing's no, gotten to you. I just you. thought that, that that joke, that joke was really good. Nothing's gotten to you since the last time we did a, we did a, a toothpaste and orange juice. Are, are, you, are you trying to bait something? No, I just think that you've got one that you're not giving us. I'll tell you, well. Yeah, here we go. That's always a good start. <laughs> I'll tell you, well, <laughs> hang on. Uh, shoot. 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 <laughs> I'll let you go. Let me let me hear about your crap. Okay, so I was on the phone today with Citibank, the credit card company. What did Citibank do to you? <laughs> have you ever have you ever gotten so like you know how you know how when you call one of those like huge corporations, there's always like an automated message yeah. where it's like you know if you if you want to do this, press star, and if you need Spanish, press two, and for all this. And you do what you got to do, but like, if you know, if you call in and you know you need to talk to a person, right? Like, there's no way you can they can help you, because especially when you call a credit card company, and the first thing that they say is like, "Hey, what's the last four digits of your credit card number?" And you're like, "I have no idea. I never got the card in the mail." <laughs> I'm like, "You can't help me. Your automated thing can't help me. I don't need to pay a bill." And their Fortnite system goes on. And on and on and on. It's like, thank you for calling Citibank. For English, press 1. For Spanish, press 2. For Mandarin, press 3. For double Spanish, press 4. <laughs> and you and you press you press 1. You're sitting there pressing 1 and it's like, nope, nope, nope. And it goes, please enter your social security number or your card number. And I'm a social security number. Sorry, we didn't quite get that. Please enter your card number. I can't do that. I don't know what you want me to say. I don't. Finally... Finally, after all this, it connects me. It starts, it's like, please hold for the next available representative. I'm like, great, thank you. Your call will be answered in the order it was received. Great. This call may be recorded for monitoring purposes. Awesome. And then it rings once and it comes back on and it's like, by the way, did you know that you could pay your bill online with City Bill Pay? All you need to do is go <laughs> online to city.com and register with your card number. Fine. Okay. Anyway. I get on the phone with the person. They ask me for all of my information. And I'm like, hey, uh, not a big deal. Just like, can you send me the card? Because I never got my card. They're like, you never got your card. And I'm like, no, I never got my card. And he's like, okay, we're showing that you got your card. I'm like, I didn't. He's like, is this your mailing address? I'm like, yes. And he's like, then you got your card. I'm like, but I didn't. I don't have it. He's like, so you don't have your card. No, I don't have my card. That goes on for five more minutes. And he 
transfers me to somebody else who, again, asked me for all of my information, where I was born, what my blood type is, you know, what my third favorite type of Cheeto is, all of this. Um, quick, quick, quick. What is your third favorite type of Cheeto? I don't even know more than one. Uh, 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 Flamin' Hot. Oh, no. Rookie answer. Original third best Cheeto. Uh, it's 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 puffed, then original, then Flamin' Hot. No, it's a, it's a Flamin' Hot, then puffed. No, no, no. no Flamin' Hot Cheetos is the inferior hot snack. <laughs> to Andy what? Cap's Hot Fries, Fortnite. You. Andy Cap's Hot Fries are obviously better, but this is a this is an Andy Cap Hot Fries conversation. This is a Cheetos right. But when when am I go, when am I, even, hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on hey hey Tyler? A lot of times you talk a lot on the show, man. Right now, right now, this. The, the 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 third of June two thousand nineteen. You're gonna shut the Fortnite <laughs> up and listen to me. Got it? I have never once in my God bequeathed life walked into Seven Eleven and been like, I'm gonna get a hot snack right now. Fortnite. These hot fries. Not once. No, who who yeah, is gonna put me fries. in the position I leave, where I have to I w- pick either get flaming hot Cheetos or I don't have a hot snack? When is that gonna be the case? Sam's Club. Are you buying Sam's Club size bags of flaming hot Cheetos? <laughs> I did in high school. Let me tell you what it's about, Ethan. I feel sorry. I feel retroactively sorry for your butthole. (laughs) Here's the thing, Ethan. If I go into... This is a true story. If I go into a 7-Eleven that doesn't have Andy Caps Hot Fries, I get off at the next exit. Yeah. And go to 7-Eleven. Yeah, because at that point, I've decided I want Andy Caps Hot Fries. There's... There's no denying me the sweet, hot pleasure. So what's your least favorite kind of Cheeto? Original. Are those? Are there How only many, three wait. kinds of Cheetos? My least favorite kind of Hold Cheeto on. is a, a chili-flavored Fritos. That's my least favorite kind of every snack. You don't like the chili Fritos and no. the twirls? No, they're gross. The bag's like a gross color, and they come in like the snack pack, so you end up at like a cookout, and that's all that's left after everybody's got all the good chips. Oh my god. And it's Hold just on. 37 there bags. There's Cheeto flavors I've never had. I'm sure there are. Okay. Let's talk about this real quick. This is important. Okay. What do you think of cheddar jalapeno crunchy, like original style, but cheddar jalapeno? It's, uh, it's got to be better than Flamin' Hot, but I'm not crazy about the flavor of a jalapeno. As, as am I. I like the spice. I don't like the, the pepper. Yeah, part. but that's my problem with Flamin' Hot Cheetos is they don't taste like anything. They're just like warm. Now, Flamin' Hot Chipotle Ranch. That's probably pretty good. Flamin' Hot Paws. Don't know what that means. They are just regular. Oh, they're not Flamin' Hot. They're just Cheetos that are paws. Anyway, I, 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 I've, got more, I've got more to tell to this anyway okay. so they, they the, I, I pick up with the second person and 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 she is just like so wait you didn't get your card and i'm like no i didn't get my card she then hangs up on me and i was like that's the worst and i was like feeling okay i'm gonna call back what calling back means is that i have to go through the Fortnite phone tree again yeah yeah did you do you ever like memorize the phone oh yeah tree absolutely when these oh yeah happen? absolutely anyway yeah like if i'm paying my car or not my car my my water bill it's like two one four two two yeah i, I feel you Thank you, Western Virginia Water so, Authority. So, fast forward, okay? I get to the point where I'm on hold. They got the sa- the, the sexy hold music playing, right? Playing like yep. some elevator version of Careless Whisper. Right. This is where it gets bad, man. This is where it gets bad. This time, I mess up, right? I'm trying to put the phone on speaker so I know when they pick up. This time, I hang up. Oh, my God. Why would you do that, Ethan? I didn't mean to. My thumb slipped. I call back. I get through the phone tree again. I finally get somebody on the line. Either they hang up again or it gets disconnected. But it's really like, hello, my name is off. Fourth time I'm on the phone tree, man. I'm sitting here with the phone like, yes, no, shut the Fortnite up. I'm going to drive to Manhattan and burn your server to the ground. <laughs> Long story short, I'm not getting a new card. No? Uh, no, because I got my card. <laughs> Did you? No. <laughs> 
Double cash? Yes, yeah, City Double Cash is right here. It's just expired. Oh, so you... You've been a double cash yeah. guy. I'm a big fan of the double yep. cash. I'm not crazy about City. But big I'm fan of the double, double cash, cash card. card. I don't even use this. As you can see, it's just sitting here on my desk. Oh, I can't see you at all. I don't know if you knew that. You can't? No. no. Skype's dumb. Anyway, uh, my, my, my second thing, real, just real quick, just real quick. What trailers did you get before you saw this movie? I saw it uh, at the Grandin, so I didn't see any trailers. There's not trailers at the Grandin? Well, I, we went in like four minutes late because I got a beer, gotcha. but they were over by the time we went in. I had to sit through a darn trailer for Downton Abbey the movie. They're making a movie? Making a movie. Six seasons in a movie, huh? What this movie didn't do, I mean, what this trailer didn't do was anything a trailer was supposed to do. I've never seen an episode of Downton Abbey, okay? Yeah. That should not in any way preclude me from going to see the theatrical release. If they want to make money on it, no, I No, I, I, I don't even care what... They they think that 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 is the rule okay that is society Okay, like t okay. TV, TV is is the subservient medium here. Right. No, I agree with you. Um, I should not have to to see Down Abbey to even be interested in the movie. Your trailer should make me interested in the movie. It was a trailer for people that watch every episode of Down Abbey and are going Fortnite. Yeah, there's a movie now. Which literally all you would have had to do is put up a date for those people. Yeah, you would have been like, oh yeah, Down Abbey the movie. Right. If you told me, if you just if you showed me a picture of of Brian Cranston in a pair of underwear and just said September twentieth, I would lose my god darn mind oh yeah but this i had to sit through this i had to sit through this three minute long trailer of absolutely nothing didn't tell me i don't know anything about this show nothing i've i know I've it's seen... a bunch of rich british people live in a house don't know why anybody likes them it's got maggie smith in it that's cool i guess that's it that's all i know about this movie i've, I've seen episodes of that show and i'm I i've never seen a single second of it and, and and this is like I, I, everybody tells me i should watch it sure great but like i th the trailer if i'm if you're gonna make me sit through the trailer it should at least be a trailer that is interesting to the public not just like if this is a trailer for fans anyway third thing and we get back to the movie real quick uh i was at a wendy's in i don't know why i keep going back i don't know why i try I don't. Yeah, I don't know what has gotten into you. Have you just considered? I other think fast I'm food just tr like searching. I think subconsciously I'm searching for the story at this point. I I'll tell you. I go back to the same Arby's that that screws me every time. Thinking like, okay, but they're gonna get right this time. Anyway, every I'm at a time. Wendy's just outside Charlottesville, Virginia. Driving back from Richmond, or dri sorry, driving to Richmond. I'm hungry, right? I think you know. I'm not like I'm not any particular kind of hungry. I'm like maybe spend four dollars on a meal kind of hungry. I go. I get a four for four. One of the options for the four for four is a double stack. Yeah. Double stack's a sandwich done in Fortnite. Can have mayonnaise on it. The default right. is sans mayonnaise. Sounds like your kind of sand. It's my kind of sandwich, man. I got to ask for it without mayonnaise. Your boy got the one double stack in the god darn world that had mayonnaise on it. Are you sure double stack comes sans Positive. mayonnaise? I've gotten many, many up. a double stack because I got a double stack, no onions. Maybe they hear no onion and they think, oh, he means no mayo too. Right, but I asked for it. That would still would have been without mayonnaise. But I got a double stack with mayonnaise. I just want to point that into the world. I got a double stack while with mayonnaise. While we're talking about food. 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 Is there has there ever been a food that you know is objectively not the best food in the world? Sushi. But you but you like no, it anyway. Never mind. So the other way around. I am I am extremely fond of an egg salad sandwich. Interesting. I can see Ethan not liking this mayo and egg. Yeah, no man. <laughs> mayo and hard boiled yeah, no, egg. Not my thing. On bread. <laughs> not my thing. I'm not I'm not much for the air quote salads in general. Oh yeah, I think it's a ridiculous title. Let's just call it hard boiled eggs and mayo. Let's call it what it is. Hard boiled eggs, mayo, salt, and pepper. It's a long name but it's it's more accurate. Here's my thing. I don't even care about what the rest of your sentence was. Here's my thing. This is the interaction. Hey, man, you would try some potato salad? Nah, not really my thing. I'm not big into mayonnaise. Ah, oh, no. This is my great-great-grandpappy's recipe. It's got less mayonnaise in it than usual. <laughs> 
I've had that interaction more times than I can count. People who don't have accents grow southern accents to say that Fortnite phrase out loud. I'll tell you the one that bothers me more than anything is chicken salad. I mean, I love a chicken salad with mayo. I also love the other thing chicken salad could refer to, which is just a normal Fortnite salad with chicken on it. I think, and I think it throws me every time. If you have a sandwich called a chicken salad sandwich, moving forward, that can only refer to a salad with mayonnaise and chicken and maybe cranberries. The one I find the most abhorrent, this might be my least favorite food on God's green earth, is tuna salad. Tuna like salad, it, it takes something that just wasn't meant for human consumption in the first place, which is canned tuna. And you just like Fortnite, some mayonnaise into it, <laughs> and put it on, a, on, on, on like some dry white bread. You're like, mmm. This is good. It's a good sandwich. I'm like, you know what's been really pissing me off lately? I want to. I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this, Ethan. This has been pissing me. Talk right about off. it. The word "hot" in reference to food. Why do we have to refer to the buffalo flavor as hot? Drives me up the freaking wall. Things wings are too hot. And then you have to ask every single time. Oh, you mean like spicy hot? Nah, no, 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 no. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Is that question is only valid in two directions for about 15 seconds after the wings get to your food or get to your plate. Oh, and right, and then they're because nobody after the first 15 seconds could possibly be saying, "Wow, these wings are too warm to consume." Yeah, they came out of a fryer. There's like a. It's hot for a little. Yeah, it's hot for for seconds. This is why I yeah. like, truth be told, this is part of why I like boneless wings. They keep the heat better. Let me, I've been going back and forth on the boneless wings thing. It's a more true chicken meat on the bone-on wings, right? Because a chicken wing, boneless chicken wing is just a glorified nugget, right? Yeah, but it's just breast meat. Is it? If you get a, a boneless wing at Buffalo Wild Wings, it is just a chunk of breast meat that has then been that it, breaded and fried. Well, breaded, frozen, fried. Yeah. Never frozen, fresh, always min- frozen wings. <laughs> Always frozen. Honestly, subpar. You're here for the TVs and the expensive beer. Let's and you know what? Real. Here's the thing, though. This is why I keep going to Wendy's, because the hamburgers don't suck. Because they're fresh. Right. Like, they're, they're not bad. Like, Burger King blows. Like, People like Burger King are wrong. Please at me. They're lying. Please at me. They you are, are lying. lying. I've had a couple sandwiches I like from Burger King, but never once have I been like, hmm, this is a good cut of meat. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about Wendy's is like their secret, their like disgusting corporate secret is that the chili is made from yesterday's fresh meat. Yeah, which is like what chili's for. Right. <laughs> like that's totally yeah, chili's a normal. soup. That's what you make <laughs> soup out of is right. shit that you didn't use yesterday. Right. Now that pink meat tube thing, that's not in any fast food restaurant. I promise you, you would read about it. Oh man, every I was in Discord day. the other day, like coming to bat for Taco Bell. Yeah. I promise you. Look, and there there are exceptions to this rule, just like there are exceptions to any rule. Uh first of all, first of all, you, the general person who's worried about the the food at Taco Bell being oh so unsafe to eat, never go into the kitchen at a Mexican restaurant. Just Why is I, that? I just guarantee I've never even been in one, but I just guarantee you, like, you will throw up. If you go to like Here's- if you go to like El Rancho Plato in any <laughs> given city in America, El Grande Taco, whatever it's called. You know what I'm talking about. You know the Mexican <laughs> restaurant. It's got those I got do. those booths. Yeah. Booths. It's got the booths and it's got the uh the carved tables yeah, yeah. you know exactly what i'm talking about food's good food's yep. always good it's always good you know why yeah. because Arroz because everything in the restaurant has four fortnite ingredients in it right it's like seasoned beef peppers cheese and right. rice the only difference and maybe the a only difference between those places and taco bell is that taco bell stuff like comes from corporate right like they don't get like their own supplier it just shows up on a truck and like their sauce comes in bags that's the only difference. The Taco Bell stuff is pretty good. I'll say this. It is astonishingly plain. You can look at any item on Taco Bell's menu and be like, I know exactly what is in this. Like, if you deconstruct yeah. a Crunchwrap, you're like, this has five th- 
things in it, and they all look fine. Yeah, they they also typically have pretty good looking lettuce. Lettuce. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Taco Bell lettuce. I don't put. I don't leave the lettuce on. I get. You could do. You could do a blind. I feel like. I feel like the biggest jerk in the world when I'm like, hey, can I get six Doritos Locos tacos? I don't say sans, but I say no lettuce. Here's the. I feel like that's the thing. I've made you... That's the problem with Taco Bell, though, is you're still getting at least four of those with lettuce. My assumption is that they made 4,000 Doritos Locos Tacos at four in the morning, and now they have to open six of them and remove, remove the, the lettuce. lettuce. Yeah, because every time <laughs> you get a taco with no lettuce, it's still got at least a couple, a couple little... Right. I don't know what the actual, like, behind-the-scenes structure of a Taco Bell is like. I don't know if they're like, no, we make it right then. We even fry the beef right there. Do they fry the beef? I don't know. What no, do. here's we microwave the beef right there. <laughs> here's the thing with Taco Bell lettuce specifically. You could do, you could set me up with six different kinds of lettuce, right? And uh, on a blind yeah. taste test, and I couldn't tell you what five of them were. You could be like, this one's romaine, this one's iceberg, this one's this. It's like, but I could pick out the Taco Bell lettuce. It's no, hot. it's no, 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 no. No, it's no, no, it's not even that. High. It just tastes different. Because they microwave it with the rest of the taco. Like, they made the taco at four in the morning, and now they've got to microwave it because you're hungry at two in the afternoon. Finish lunch, and on your way back to work was like, you know, I, I really could go for some I'll get I'll get a taco from Taco Bell and won't feel like dealing with the no lettuce thing. I'll just get it. we just be like, yeah, let me get a number two. Thank you. Um, Whatever that is. <laughs> Eight tacos and a Mexican pizza. <laughs> that'll, that'll be three ninety nine. Thank you. The menu is ridiculous. <laughs> Makes absolutely no sense at yeah. all. Um, and I'll eat it with lettuce. And then I'll, I'll like burp like eight hours later and be like, oh, there's a Taco Bell lettuce. <laughs> Just rumbling around in my gut. That was a long tangent. We talked hot and heavy about the tangent. movie there for about 45 <laughs> minutes. And then we just like gone like a freight train. I, I might just stop in and ask Miss Bell for some of her sweet tea. That tweet was hilarious. I died. I literally died. Did you see who quote tweeted? Bell Tunstall, who still doesn't listen to this show, has no idea we've talked about her now twice. Uh, uh, quote tweeted, it was like, nobody has ever asked me for some of my sweet tea. Uh, that's because Bell Tunstall is uh, at most 27 years old and has not at any point in her life become Miss Bell. I bet she, I, I'd be willing to try some sweet tea. That's not a euphemism. Yeah, because you said that like it was black though. Tea. <laughs> I want iced black tea with sugar. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> And, and the thing is, there are people on the side of Africa, or not Africa, the side of Australia where nobody even Fortnite lives right now that are like, yeah, I'd love some of Bell Sweet Tea. It'd be awesome. <laughs> that don't know who Bell Tunstall is. No clue. The random girl we went to college with who doesn't listen to this show. She also is not the Bell from that song. No. That's Luke Bryan's That's mom. A, is her name really Bell? No. I don't think so. Because it's Billy Currington that sings that song. Well, Luke Bryan wrote it. He did. did. He, really? he does a version of it that's actually better. No, it's not. It is. He's a better singer. Billy Currington. Billy Currington is the best country artist out that there That is right now. not true in any facet whatsoever. Let me... What was that song? I, hold on. It was Good Directions. That's the Billy Currington song. Have you heard this song from Jake Owen? I'm going to read you some lyrics for that. Is it Eight Second accent. Ride? That song is, is horrifying. It is the worst shirt I've ever... This is the song of a man who was never spoken hey to a boy, woman Hey, boy, do you mind life. taking me home tonight? Because I ain't never seen a country boy with tires on his truck this high. Say, let me let me read them to you without a country accent, and we'll see how these come across. And she said, hey, boy, do you mind taking me home tonight? Because I ain't never seen a country boy with tires on his truck this high. I said, climb on up, honey. Watch the cup that I'm spitting my dip inside and hold on tight. Because it's going to be wilder than any eight seconds. You were not ride. capable of saying, inside or wilder without a country music accent in that phrase by the way you said inside 
<laughs> Sometimes, so I, I I work in a call center. Basically, that's the the most boiled version, boiled down version of what I do. And most of the calls I get, I'm talking to people from like New York or Minneapolis. But every so often, I'll get a call from like Tennessee, and it comes on strong, man. I'll just lean right on it. I've been it. listening. I'll tell you, I've been listening for the past five days now. I think uh, to some old country, How like old? I mean, like as old as like. They play on the radio country gets, you know, uh, early 90s, 80s, George Strait, all that kind of thing. Okay. But like some, some cowboy country, some outlaw country. Travis Tritt. That, Travis Tritt's actually where this started because <laughs> uh, I got in the car the other day in, in my mom's car and she had Star Country on and they were playing- uh, Great Day to no, Be Alive. No, 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 the, the, the other one. Um, Star Country plays Great Day to all Be the Alive time. every all the other time. song. It's not that one. It's, um, what the hell is it called? Modern Day Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, the, okay. It's a long way to Richmond, rolling yeah. north on 95. 95. And I was like, darn, that is a good song. And I've just been listening to like old country. You're going to say old country and there's going to be at least one listener of this show that's like five minutes older than us. That's like, that's not oh, real I'm sure. old country. I'm sure. But yeah, but listen to that. Um, I, I, I got into like the, the real old, like Brooks and Dunn catalog, Boot Scoot and Boogie. That's oh, a man. jam. There's some, there's some good song in their old stuff. There's some bad songs. Oh, for sure. Have you ever seen the video, uh, from the Good Mythical More where Rhett and Link just sang Boot Scoot and Boogie to each other the whole time? No. They were supposed to, I'll have to find it and send it to you. They were supposed to be doing something else. Like they had some other organized activity they were doing and they were like trying to write something and Rhett just starts singing it. And Link's like, no, that's not the words. And then they spend the next five minutes trying to remember the words to Boot Scoot and Boogie. There's, there's a diehard Merle Haggard fan listening to our show right now being like How I love Merle Haggard I've been listening to Merle Haggard you listen yeah. to Merle Merle Willie Nelson Waylon Jennings some old Hank Williams Waylon Jennings yeah. that's a name I haven't heard in that's one of those years. no he's one of those names that, that gets name dropped all the time in modern country music I'm not gonna lie to you it's that uh, Country Must Be Countrywide by Brantley Gilbert song it never stayed there's a station play cash Hank Willie and Waylon yeah let me tell you, Ethan, there's some god-awful country artists out there. There are. Right there's some good ones, though, too. There are There are a few good ones. Let me tell you straight up, I'm, this might be a controversial opinion. Are you about to say you like Florida Georgia say, Line? No. Oh, my God. So if I ever hear, if oh I ever hear Meant to Be by Florida Georgia Line featuring B.B. Rexa ever again, it's too soon. It is. Sam Hunt. I love Sam Hunt. Doing like the country rap, the, the white country I rap st- thing. I straight up is love the best Sam thing Hunt. In country music, is the best thing in country music. And right the now. thing is, he came out with, with Body Like a Back Road, and I wanted to hate that song so much because it's just, it was like it was like Sam Hunt almost covering Sam Hunt. It was like how, it Sam was. Hunt was like, how ridiculous can I get with it? And at the end of the day, this song's so catchy. I'll be sitting there all the time just like, got a girl from the West Side, got braids in her hair. Body like a girl car. <laughs> You know I don't need nobody but Mark. <laughs> I was listening to uh, Blake Shelton's Barn and Grill. Great album. Oh, man. Old Blake was good. Nobody but me is going to love you like you ought to be loved on. No, this is body but me is going to cry if you up and leave. Anyway, yeah, this is the thing, is that we're here to say that Pride Month is, is a good thing. And I'm a fan. Oh, yeah, 100%. But I'm also a fan of country music. I don't know if that was the best way to spin that one to tell you God's <laughs> truth about it. But despite, despite some I of the think gl- that glaring the, like, problems. Like, largely, largely all people are, it, they fall within the, the middle of being good. You, but, but I think you have a louder Venn diagram of country music people, country music fans that don't like pride. I think I that's would, a I bigger Venn diagram than most of the ones that you could cut. I would agree. <clears throat> but I am on the side of pride and country must be countrywide. The hell was that 
song that Bo Burnham sings in Parks and Rec when he plays the country artist. Beautiful like my mom, oh, parentheses, support our troops. <laughs> but he's Chip McCap. Here's, I just want to read you another line from this ridiculous Jake Owens song. Me and Emily listened to like music in the radio, uh, in the car. We'll just turn the radio on. We were listening to this song and I literally like turned it off. I was like, I don't want my children to know that exists. Yeah, Eight Second Ride, even when that song came out, I was like, this is bad, guys. This one's scary. So we headed out to Old Tobacco Road, put the tailgate down, and we made love. She said true country boy's hard to find, but I never found one wilder than any Eight Second Ride. What's wild is this is, this is Jake Owens. Like, he wasn't always like that jake owen he wasn't always like this is the guy that sings starting with me and yeehaw well, that one's not so great either and barefoot blue jeans starting start with me is like a sad song there's a bunch of country songs out right now that are like i know how to be an alcoholic yep yep like pretty good at drinking beer and pretty good uh, at drinking beer is a good song what's what's that the billy one Curtin, that's right? like oh yeah because billy Carrington is the best thing in country what's the one that's like people say i got a drinking problem but i got no problem drinking at all what what? You have a major drinking problem. You are capitalizing on it. Anyway, thank you for listening to Bacon and Egg. You can is find that our time? show all over oh, the man, place. Oh man, we never, it we never time. got back to Rocket Man. We never got back to Rocket Man. We have to. But here's we don't, the thing. We, yeah, we have on to our, wrap up. We on our big board. Rocket Man is better than Miracle, which is above Bumblebee, which is above Aladdin. My question, Ethan, comes to the Princess Bride. I'd say we're better than the Princess Bride. Yeah, I think here. so. Toy Story One. I'd say we're better. Yeah. Batman Begins. Nah. Okay. Insert row. Oops. You agree with that? Yeah, I agree Fair with that. Fair enough. And then Ocean's Eleven above that. And then Get Out. And I think that's yeah. a whole other territory. Um, what are we doing next week? So we need LGBTQ movies this month. I wanted to do... We never covered Love, Simon on this show, I don't think. Let's Maybe. do Love, Simon. I wanted to do Love, Simon. I wanted to do Moonlight. And then we got a request from our composer, Andrew Scott Bell. He has a director friend who has a thriller horror film on Netflix that I can't remember the name of that he wants, that is that is LGBT, that he wants, LGBTQ+. Plus. I don't, you know what I mean. I, maybe I'm supposed to say the whole thing. I don't know what I'm supposed to say. Don't get mad at me. I'm No one's I'm getting fine. Tyler, stop putting your own foot in your own mouth. Okay. It's not I'm very flexible. Um, we'll talk to Andy. Let's 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 get let's let's hook well, that up. I thought about talking about that, but but if it's like a horror movie, like a, or a gory movie, I'm not. I'm just well, not. Yeah, let's do it. we'll figure it out. Like, we'll figure it out. Um, but there there is a lot. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes put out a list of like 200 films that we can like sift through. We so. are also going to do Toy Story. <laughs> oh yeah, we are also covering Toy Story. There's there's no. Uh, doubt so we about might extend that. Pride and, into July. And give it up. And have know. well, be, well, be, then the Spider. Yeah, but then, we'll do that. But I mean, any we'll movie with, with anything with Tom Holland, that's pride, right? I mean, that guy's hot. I mean, it's just a fact of like Toy Story is still coming out this month, <laughs> right? We, we we ran into that problem. We are coving Toy Story. It'll actually just be me and Seamus on that one. Ethan will be uh, indisposed. Yep. But me, me and Seamus will be here, and I get to edit the show. So uh, that hasn't happened me in a long time. The last time I did it, I really yeah, you did pretty up. bad. So. But we're just going to not need any Fortnite moments, and it'll be fine. Because our show is a little more laissez-faire than it used to be in the editing department, I think. Not since you last did an episode. We swore a lot in that episode. It wasn't even anyway. that. You just did it wrong. It was incorrectly Maybe. truncated. Ah, well, anyway. I say, yeah, so there we go with that. And then as far as villain, Elton John is a villain. Uh, he's a good villain. I like Elton John. He's not better than the iceberg. Uh, he's not better than the than iceberg. What? No, not better than the iceberg. He's actually, he's a pretty Breakfast crap villain. Food. He actually didn't succeed in, like, harming himself in any way. John. Yeah, Right. He actually ended up being one of the most successful musicians. Right. History. Uh, but I'm sure there'll be more time to talk Elton John on this podcast. I mean, not tonight. Breakfast food. Uh, breakfast food. Breakfast food for this movie. I don't know. Is it like, I don't know, Ethan. What do you think? 
I think we should stop doing the breakfast food. Really? I just, I feel like we're just phoning in it at this point. I agree with you. I think there was a lot more metaphor to it when we first started. Well, we've used almost everything is the problem. I do feel like on this one, you've got food that you've played with. I don't know why that comes to mind, but like like a silly, silly shaped pancake or something to that effect. We have used silly shaped and silly decorated pancakes like at least thrice. Well, that's okay. You can use it. I'm just saying. I think, I think, I'm not saying we got to hard cut it right now. I just, I want to bring up the idea that I think the breakfast food thing is starting to play itself out a little bit. Okay. Well, and hey, I think listeners, that... if you listen to this part of the show, let us know what you think. Is this a segment that you're like, we love it, we want you to put more thought into it and give it a little more effort? Or are you like, you know what, honestly, it can go. And like, seriously, at us, let me know your and thoughts here's on my, here's my uh, caveat to that. I wanted to address this, Tyler. I think that we should find a way, a different way to incorporate breakfast into the show. We should work on that. Okay. I agree. I think we have a silly name, but we can't change the name. So. No, I love the name, though. People love the name. The name is great. It has Thank nothing to do with Movie Lovers Podcast. New episodes every Thursday where we get to podcast and now on Spotify. We have been, we have been now on Spotify morning. for almost a year now. So proud of us. Go us. Okay, what else do we do to, to, to ring out the show? Bacon and Eggs is brought to you by Carlin Brothers Coffee. You can use promo codes bacon or eggs at checkout on carlinbrotherscoffee.com to get 10% off your entire order. You can use each of those once. So if you've already used one, go ahead and use the other one. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at americarlin. You can find Ethan at those places at bacon and Ethan or at wow now with the O's or zeros. Uh, you can follow the show a bacon and eggs pod on twitter and instagram you can join our awesome totally public facebook group that you have to request to join nobody ever answers the questions so if you're like i don't know if i'm supposed to answer the questions or not i don't think it makes you so just click like the next button and me or ethan or our moderator pixels gets a notification and we add you that's it. That's the whole process. Yep. I wish I could just make it just like click to join because I feel like there's a barrier there, but there's not. <clears throat> uh, you can also join, like hang out with us on our Discord server or join us on Patreon. If you love the show, if you feel it brings you value, you can go to patreon.com slash bacon and eggs and you can give some of that value back to us. It makes a huge difference in our lives and in the production of this show. And it really does help us out. So if you've got a little bit to help or to spare, it would really help us out. And every little bit does help. I think that's it. You did a great Yay. job. Nailed it. Thank you. I've, I've been working Nailed on it. it. Got it in one. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think that's it. You got any final thoughts? Any last, I don't know, whatever you want. Any last. I just love Same. Same. What a great movie. All right. I think that's it. I guess. I don't know. Seeing how uncomfortable I can make you. <laughs> I'm super uncomfortable. My dog's in here, though. I love my dog. Anyway, thank you for listening to another episode of Bacon and Eggs. I've been Ethan Edgehill. He's been Tyler Carlin. Until next week, Arrivederci. And I think it's going to be a long, long time.